Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Amazing Main Podcast. On today's episode, marital advice. Gentlemen, the secret to a happy marriage is not jewelry, it's not expensive trips, it's not flowers. It's that your wife can hear this noise when she wants to. That's right, gentlemen. The secret to a happy, healthy marriage is a happy, healthy septic system. Now, on with the rest of the episode. Welcome back to the Amazing Maine Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Maine's culture, history, people, and places, and anything else that you and I find interesting about the amazing state of Maine. No, I am not dead, and no, neither is this podcast. So, glad you're here, glad you're listening, thanks very much for downloading the podcast. Uh, usual stuff, go to AmazingMainePodcast.com, that's where you'll find links to all of our social media accounts. I would really appreciate it if you could follow this, share this, like this, anything like that, anything you can do to uh, get people listening to the podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. I know that's hard since I haven't put an episode up in about nine months, but I'm hoping to change that. So, uh, as usual, stay tuned at the end for a podcast recommendation. Got a good one for you today, so stay tuned after that outro music. So I have been getting a lot of messages about where I've been. Oh boy. Lots of friends, lots of family, and a lot of you listeners out there, I've gotten some great emails, uh, very encouraging emails. I appreciate that, saying, hey, is this dead? Are you ever going to do another episode? Yes, I am, because you're listening to it right now. So where have I been? Well, very busy. Uh, my wife and I run a property management business where we rent vacation homes on platforms like Airbnb, VRBO, that sort of thing. And we've been crazy busy this summer. We've had some friends come and visit as well, so it has been a very busy summer for us and our kids. Usual summer stuff has kept me busy as well. Uh, kids have all kinds of things going on, as you know. Any of you that are parents, they've got camps, they've got other things going on. We've had to go to a wedding. All of that's great, but it really kept me away from the podcasting space. An event this past spring, however, really threw me off my game, and that is directly related to my fanciful opening before the intro music. Oh boy. Uh, this spring I went out to my yard, and as the snow was melting and reseeding, I flipped the lids off of the risers on top of my septic tank. Now, if you don't know what all this is, maybe you're living in a city, you've been on a sewer and all that and everything. A septic tank, well, basically that's where all the nasty stuff goes. That's where all of the things that go into your toilet go. It's where all your gray water from your kitchen goes. Goes down into a tank where it sits and good bacteria eats it all away and it is then supposed to go out to what's known as a leach field. Leach field is basically a network of pipes that slowly leaches some of the liquids into the ground at a safe uh, depth into the ground, into a whole system of gravel and all of that, so that the ground can basically eat it all away and everything is happy and wonderful and, you know, the unicorns are frolicking above and all of that. Well, 
I put uh, what are called risers on top of my septic tank. Basically, it's a big piece of corrugated pipe so that I don't have to dig it out of the ground every time it's going to be pumped. And I just uh, went out there to check to see how my septic tank was doing. Basically, I was going to lift the lid. Didn't even get that far. Took the risers off, and there was several inches of water above the lid of the septic tank. Now, if you're not getting it, that's really bad. So I had to call an inspector. He came out and said, oh boy, you've got a problem. You've got two options. Both of them involve an excavator. Basically, what happened was I had to have an area of my property logged. I had to have the trees pulled out because that was part of my problem. The tree roots were clogging up the leach field. Had all those cleared out. Had to have a completely new septic tank put in, a new leach field put in. The old one had to be buried deeper into the ground, disconnected, reconnect to the new one, so on and so forth. It was a big project, and it took a lot of time, took a lot of phone calls and everything. All the contractors, thankfully, were great. But it just really threw us off, and by the time it was all done, we were getting into the heat of uh, the beginnings of summer and all that. So... Yeah, that's kind of what threw me off my game. And I also had to eat a lot of crow uh, on this one. I have a, a very funny neighbor up the street who um, has a summer home here in our little town. And back in the winter, I mentioned to her that, hey, you might want to have your septic tank checked because, you know, you're you're staying in the house a lot more now. When's the last time you had it pumped? And she said, oh, I don't know, maybe several years ago? And I said, no, nah, that's not good. You need to have it checked. Well, a few weeks after that, I got a text late at night from her saying, oh, I should have listened to you. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, all the drains in the house are backing up. And I went, oh, boy, do you need the number to the septic company? And she said, no, they've already called their emergency line. They're going to be here in the morning. So this was a never-ending slew of, or this started, I should say, a never-ending slew of Cousin Eddie jokes, if anyone's seen Christmas Vacation, where Cousin Eddie is emptying his chemical toilet into a street drain um, and says, <clears throat> uh, Blanker, I'll, I'll, I'll say that instead of the word he uses, but Blanker was full. Uh, basically, this was a never-ending slew of those, so tormented her with that for quite a while and the rest of her family. Uh, and then I had to tell her that I had to take it all back because I had done almost the same thing, uh, thinking that my septic system was in good order and it wasn't. Basically, what? why did it uh, have a problem? Well, yeah, it got clogged up with uh, roots and things like that, and it was just no longer working. It had... Uh, it had just clogged up too much, and the old pipe system just would not handle anything else going into it. So we now have a much bigger, better septic system, and the old one is gone. So that's the story of the septic tank. I know that's probably a lot more than you wanted to know about what's going on at my house. And that's generally not a topic for uh, conversation, but now you know what threw me off the podcast. And uh, I think it's a pretty good excuse. I'm going to use that. It has nothing to do with my own disorganization or procrastination. It has absolutely everything to do with my septic tank project. So there you go. So what caused this episode? As I mentioned before, I've heard from a lot of you. Uh, one of my good friends, Alex, I was at my 25th college reunion once. I am that old. And I ran into my good friend, Alex, who lives in Maine, and he berated me by saying, you know, I got a couple of people to listen to your podcast and they're asking me where your episodes are. So can you put something out? Yes, I can. So to Alex's friends, thank you for listening. I hope he's not uh, bothering you too much about listening to the podcast. I also have a couple of friends also from my college over there in Vermont where I went to school and met my wife. 
uh, my good friends Shelby and Tiffany, who are sisters, and they're actually both Maine natives, and they are talking about coming up with their own podcast on giving uh, basically life advice and things like that. Uh, knowing these two sisters and knowing how Maine women give advice, uh, this would be incredibly interesting. Uh, for those of you that have never gotten advice from a Maine woman, uh, it can be rather direct, it can be rather plain, but uh, somewhat forceful. So, I don't know, a, a podcast with two women from Maine uh, giving advice on relationships and other problems in your life, I think that would be quite interesting. Anyway, so I certainly hope uh, Shelby and Tiffany do uh, do their own podcast and get it going. I think that would be fantastic. Then the other day, I got this really nice email from a gentleman who works at the Maine State Museum, which is in Augusta, and I highly recommend you go there. I've accompanied one of my kids on school trips to the Maine State Museum. It has a lot of incredible exhibits. But Zach, who works at the Maine State Museum, wrote me this very nice email and said that he really enjoyed listening to the podcast on his commute and that he had run out of episodes. And was I going to do any more or was I done? And this one email really did motivate me and tell me I need to get back into this, that some of those ideas you had really were good, some were not so good, but you're not going to know until you put the episodes up and hear from your listeners. So here I am doing this quick episode, bringing you up to speed on things, and I'm really going to try to put out a lot more content soon. I'm not going to be able to commit to much of a schedule, but I'm going to do my best. So thank you, Zach, for that very nice email. It really did motivate me. So, since it's November 2nd, voting day, what's happening in Maine? Well, there's quite a bit, actually, if you know anything about current Maine uh, politics and issues in the state of Maine. Now, I know you're probably hearing a lot on national politics, on elections and things like that, and I'm not going to go into any of that, but there is a big thing going on in Maine right now, and it is question one on the Maine ballot today, and it'll be interesting to see where it shakes out, and that is on what is known as the... New England Clean Energy Corridor, or what's commonly referred to as the CMP Corridor, CMP standing for Central Main Power. What is that? Well, it's a power transmission line from Canada down to Massachusetts, and Hydro-Quebec, the power provider up there in Canada, basically wants to run a power transmission system through part of Western Maine, utilizing the transmission hardware of CMP, Central Maine Power, to then sell that power to Massachusetts so that they can meet some clean energy targets uh, in that state. This is incredibly controversial. Uh, it is about, the estimates are about a $1 billion project, and it has been fought over for a couple of years now. Why is it controversial? Well, there was all kinds of permits involved, and some people accused some of the permits of being done in a hasty or illegal fashion. There were towns that they had to run the transmission corridor through that were unhappy or happy with it, depending on who you talk to. All kinds of groups involved. There's been all kinds of government utility uh, agencies, and I mean, you could just imagine the level of bureaucracy that this had to go to go through. There were a lot of promises made. There were uh, obviously promises of jobs involved. A lot of environmental groups were involved. The whole transmission line is about 145 miles. Something like 53 miles of that are new cutting, where they actually have to cut the corridor through the trees, and a lot of people really don't like that. 
A lot of people also really don't like that there's foreign companies involved. Uh, Hydro-Quebec is spending a lot of money on this project, and they are also spending a lot of money on the push to get this approved. CMP is owned by a company called Avangrid, and Avangrid, in turn, is owned by a Spanish energy company called Iberdrola. So they're spending a lot of money, obviously, on this project. Uh, generally speaking, and this is not a statement on this question or the corridor itself, but generally speaking, Maine folks do not like outsiders or certainly foreign companies coming in and spending money in the state and telling them what to do or how to do things. That's generally an inadvisable tactic. Question one is basically an effort, a citizen's effort, to kill the project, to retroactively go back and remove one of the key uh, permits or steps that granted permission for this. The people that are pushing a yes vote on this to kill the quarter say that it was illegally done in the first place so that it needs to be uh, stopped. A lot of people are saying no, vote no, because it's a bad idea to go back retroactively and change something that was already done. Uh, some of the main newspapers say it's a bad idea to, this just sets bad precedent, that sort of thing. Basically, both sides are accusing the other of bad faith in one way or another. Uh, the people that want this thing killed say that Maine is not getting enough out of the deal in terms of, uh, you know, a reduction of our electricity rates and that it's not our responsibility to help Massachusetts meet its targets. Uh, they're also, as I mentioned, they don't like the foreign influence. The people who really do like it say it's a lot of Maine jobs and that, you know, this will help Maine in the long run and, you know, that we're essentially, you know, could be a quarter for other states or things like that and that it it's just a, a good deal for the state. Long story short, last estimate I saw is that the two sides had spent about $80 million in trying to push either a yes vote or a no vote. It is everywhere. It's all over social media. It's all over if you watch a video on YouTube or you listen to a podcast, it gets thrown in the beginning of those. You know, the yes on one, no on one, They it is everywhere. So that's kind of the biggest issue going on in Maine right now. Uh, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes if you want to learn more about it. But today we are going to find out which way it goes. And I'm sure that no matter which way it goes, there's going to be more legal challenges because this is not the only one. This is, like I said, uh, they've been challenging this and trying to fight over it for the past couple of years. Uh, it's a big deal. So that's what's going on in Maine right now. And remember, please head over to the website amazingmainepodcast.com there you'll find the social media links please share the podcast with a friend if you know somebody that loves Maine and really is interested in what's going on by all means share it thank you very much and stay tuned for that podcast recommendation folks thank you bye bye Howdy, folks. Thanks for sticking around for the recommendation. Today's recommendation is a podcast called Lato's Law. Now, it's actually born of a YouTube channel that uh, the gentleman Steve Lato that does the podcast is a YouTuber, and he is a lawyer. And what 
I find so interesting about this podcast, and I listen to it in podcast format. I don't. Uh, I am one of his YouTube subscribers, but I typically listen to it on my podcast feed because it's just easier. Uh, he's a consumer advocate lawyer in Michigan, and he does a quick sh- podcast or a couple episodes a day very often, and it's all kinds of interesting issues such as uh, lemon law issues, there's all kinds of things about civil asset forfeiture, there's a number of things about just crazy things involving law enforcement or people running certain kinds of scams if you hate uh, robocalls. It's the podcast for you because he talks about that and efforts to stop robocalls a lot. So it's been a very enjoyable podcast for me. Uh, I love the fact that his episodes come out often. I love the fact that uh, they're generally between 9 and 15 minutes long is what I generally see them at. And I think it's a very interesting set of topics to talk about from the legal perspective on all these different cases and everything. He recently spoke about a case in Maine. He's had a few over the last year or so. And one of the cases was where some sheriff's deputies and other uh, some elected officials got in big trouble in Farmington, Maine over a marijuana operation. And Maine does allow medical and recreational use of marijuana. And some people got themselves in some pretty big trouble over this. So I highly recommend it. I will link to that episode in the show notes as well. And uh, enjoy it. It's a very good podcast. Have a good day.